Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so you're participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your front-range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome in to the DNVR Gaming Podcast brought to you by WGT Golf. Remember to download it totally for free today on your phone or laptop at dnvrgolf.com. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. Joining me for this one is Nathan Rudolph. We call him Rudo, among many, many other things, apparently. Your growing list of yeah. No ADA today because we're talking Pokemon, and he, he doesn't need to be around here to bring any of that energy. We're getting excited about some Pokemon stuff today, talking like adults should about a very adult thing. Let's go. I'm so ready. Pokemon, one of the best franchises ever. I won't hear any slander. Right? Uh, so, uh, let, let's start there, actually, Rudo, with our, our own histories with it. We know Pokemon Day took place this Last week, a bunch of new announcements. We'll talk about some of what's going on out there, what we're most excited about. But give me your Pokemon origin story. Uh, my Pokemon origin story was... I I think it was the first game I ever got. On I got a Game Boy Color. I never had the original Game Boy. I wasn't quite old enough to have the original Game Boy. Uh, but I got a Game Boy Color with Blades of Steel. Uh, remade for, for the Game Boy. And that game is awful on Game Boy, by the way. Don't play some steel. Oh, so don't get excited just by the name. Yeah, the it's not the game it was on a console at all. So don't play that on Game Boy. But I also got Pokemon Red. And I fell in love with the game immediately. I, I had a save file. Like, I forced my younger brother to restart his because he got Pokemon Blue and trade me all the starters. So I had all the starters because we got the little, uh, uh, what was that connector called back then? Yeah, in the day? I was trying to remember it too because I also <laughs> did, uh, brother and I had red and blue, and that's how you got them all, right? And yep. I'm trying to remember what they called that little connector. It's, the, it's like trade link or something. Yeah. That was such a big selling point of the original that you got to collect them all, but you can't do it unless you like buy all the copies of the game or have a friend you can trade with. It really was an early uh, social experiment as much as anything else. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it did feel like uh, almost like an expansion on the, the pocket. Uh, what are they called? I forget. I'm, I'm blank. Right. I, I'm a little hungover from last night, so apologies. The link cable. Thank the you. The link cable. It was a really difficult phrase we were forgetting. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, exactly, right? But um, th- th- those first couple of years where it was the phenomenon, the original 151, Yep. Uh, you know, that, that whole deal. Did you get Mew? Did you, were you one I, of the people that went I that I didn't far? get the original Mew. Uh, I did get a copy about four or five years ago when they brought back the uh the shiny mew thing at gamestop i did go out and get one but 
So then over the years, uh, you know, how much did you stay into it? Was it one of those things where you get in every single one of the expand or I guess they're not expansions, sequels, whatever. Well, it really did. Right. Because after those first games, as they showcased in their thing this week, yep. Pokemon ceased to even just be a video game franchise. We talked about this when we did our Mount Rushmore, or our top 10 video game franchises, and it's like you almost forget that Pokemon's a video game franchise because it's also an anime. I played the trading, I played the hell out of that, like Magic the Gathering style. Yeah, I I never played it much, but game. I collected the cards. Yeah, big time. I, I still, I'm sure my my childhood home still has binders full of Pokemon cards in it somewhere. But I have a I have a tragic story where that mine were stolen in the sixth oh, no! grade. I can remember it. I I brought a box full of them to school to trade and share and play and uh uh and mine were stolen and i and i actually think about that every once in a while because i had a complete first set with, like yeah, all the those cards are worth like thousands of, of dollars yeah now. and so every once in a while when someone brings up pokemon cards i'll be like ah oh, and then i'll be like oh <laughs> i literally could have made thousands i think i had the first two sets like completed i was really really yeah, into I, it and then once they got stolen i was i still stopped. Like, yeah, obviously, knowing what we know now would have done very different things. But the first, my first box of Pokemon cards, we bought a box because my parents were losing their minds because we were at an airport and had like a super long layover. And with three kids, they were like, oh my God, okay, here's some Pokemon cards. Just shut up for five minutes. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. always been great for that um it's funny though because thereafter i did get much more into i guess what you could call the side content watched a little bit of the show obviously aimed at a younger audience than me but you can get you know certain things out of it um actually um ironically enough my girlfriend and i so she's just gotten recently into pokemon go right really into the pokemon go stuff that's how she's coming into the universe uh but there's also a bunch of the animes on Netflix and we watched through one of them just for fun very clearly geared toward a a younger audience but there is something timeless and enjoyable about that formula of oh hey look a new one yeah there I watched I went back and watched the original series in Japanese maybe like a decade ago oh Choices, choices are made with these cards. <laughs> we all have our history, but yeah, it's and you know it's it goes beyond that too. They they have what fifteen movies now. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the animated flicks are really good too. At least the one I saw starring YouTube, for the most part, I thought was really good. Yep, and Detective Pikachu, I thought was really good. If you don't cry in, on in Mewtwo Strikes Back, you have no heart. All right, I'm saying <laughs> that, that stuff is good. One of the things that I loved most, one of my favorite, and I, I've come to discover I was not alone in this, and especially by the announcement this last week that it's finally coming back after 20 years. I still have my Nintendo 64 copy Let's go. of Pokemon Snap, and like it's so ridiculous. What do you do? You go around and take pictures of them. I'm, I'm so, selling Katie on it. And she's like, I want to get one of the new ones. I want to battle them. I want to battle my Pokemon. I'm like, but you don't no, understand. You want to take pictures. 
<laughs> you want to throw them little fruits and so that they do a little thingy and then you take a picture. I, it's amazing how enjoyable that game is. I'm so stoked for the return of snap. I, me too. I, I think you tweeted this out that you said Pokemon snap is a top five spinoff game of all time. And it's absolutely mm-hmm. true. Like it is a, such an amazing concept and they executed it so well. They put so many little hidden secrets and things in the game. It, I, I have many fond memories of that game of like going to Game Facts and having to look up the guide on. Oh, I'm still missing this thing, or what do you have to do to to get that thing? Right, <laughs> all the little things that you do, and just and it, it'll be interesting too because that was right before open world games really did become the big thing and, and yep. kind of the standard or what whatever that that was. The idea of just wandering around the world and and viewing Pokemon in their natural habitat and taking a different approach to it was just, yeah. So cool, yeah. So very cool. And I agree with Colin. I I love the qualifiers he put on here. He said, Detective Pikachu is the best live-action adaptation of a video game Hollywood has ever made. Especially if we're counting The Witcher as an adaptation of a book as opposed to the video game. I would put The Witcher as the only one. Like, I think The Witcher is better than Detective Pikachu pretty comfortably, actually. I mean, um, I think we can agree series are almost always better than movies for adaptations. Right. But Right. So so there's that element of it. And then, you know, you might want to call it uh, Castlevania, but he said live action. So yeah, absolutely right. Um, uh, and, and it had a similar thing, right? There's that scene right at the beginning of Detective Pikachu when he first goes there and you just see the pokemon wandering around and we're just like they're just "Ah!" hanging out (laughs) doing their thing yeah we got people bringing their Yu-Gi-Oh stuff into the comments i don't don't know what to tell you folks i got nothing i got nothing on Yu-Gi-Oh or or digimon for you i'm out i didn't a little digimon you never never did Yu-Gi-Oh, and i never did i took one look at one of those cards and they had a whole paragraph written on what it does and was like, all right, this is beyond me. I'm not going there. Yu-Gi-Oh is too smart for us. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Can't can't handle that Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Um, So what about the other, you know, did you stick up with Diamond and Pearl and and some of these other games? Because I, I will admit, one of my favorite things about going back and watching some of the side content now is I'm like, for me and my my 14-year-old brain or whatever, there are still 151 Pokemon, and then there's some extras and whatever I saw on Smash Bros and Snap. And you know, but now there are just so many. Uh, and it's a little bit overwhelming, uh, but still the diamond and pearl experiences were something I missed, and I know people say they're absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, that's actually right about when I fell off. I played Silver all the way through for the 250. And then I played some of uh, Ruby, mm. but kind of fell off in Ruby and, and didn't play as much, uh, you know, fell into playing other games. Didn't play Pearl at all, Diamond or Pearl, didn't play Black or White at all. And then I kind of came back to the franchise with Black and White 2. Um, and then, yeah, at that point, like, yeah, <laughs> what do you mean there's 650 right. Pokemon? <laughs> There's so many of them. And and I don't know, you know, I had a friend in college who got really into the underlying mechanics and the deep battle systems that some of the games got into, like with like Leaf and (laughs) and all this other stuff, right? And to the point where like the I was like, you're really doing this stuff with Pokemon, but 
So I, I don't know if anybody in, in the comments or whatever ever got into that world, that side of it, of like the truly in-depth battle systems. I thought that was always really interesting that this, you know, it kind of started as like an introduction to JRPG mechanics. And the original games were very simple and kind of built on rock, paper, scissors times two. Yep. You know, you add, add a few elements and very, you know, this element beats that element you're good to go. And now it's just like, you look at the trees of like the stuff you do in Pokemon. I'm like, are we turning our kids brilliant with these yeah. games now also? Like, what are we doing? It's like, have you watched any of the like video game championships of Pokemon on Twitch? Oh, I just saw a video of that just this last week. Yeah. It's, it's cause the battles are two, two V two Pokemon on each side at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, picking which pokemon to attack you're swapping pokemon to try and predict the move that they're about to do you're you have like a whole your team isn't just like all right these are my six pokemon you're like all right i have my defender my attacker my special attacker like it's it's insane how much strategy goes into it now (laughs) compared to me sitting there like charmander's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) i like dragonite yeah (laughs) right it's just like i don't know um so there's also been like the you know showdown and stadium and those kinds yep. of games over there. I wonder how close we are to like a VR world where people are. It it would be difficult to distinguish from an actual Pokemon battle. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to think it can't be that far off that there's like some sort of VR Pokemon battling. Uh, yeah. in, in like with the goggles on and uh, you can see your Pokemon fighting in front of you, you know, I, there have been uh, <laughs> one of one of the coolest things about the Pokemon community. If you've gone deep into it is all of the uh, ROMs that have been made of the games where like they'll hack the original game and, and do whatever, basically whatever they want into it. And there's at least one game out there that is like an MMO style Pokemon game where you log into the Pokemon world and there's a bunch of Pokemon trainers just out there running around catching Pokemon. You can battle them if you want. It's if and when the technology gets there, a proper Pokemon MMO would be one of the most successful games maybe ever right yeah the the idea and they showed that one and people are calling it you know the the drawing all the breath of the wild yeah yeah parallels which whatever that fine you know (laughs) that that reminds me of every uh turn-based rpg that came out from 1997 to 2005 you're like so it's like final fantasy 7 then like well, kind of, but it's also its own thing it, too. There's <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, right. Why would you not borrow from the best and then do your own thing? And so, yeah, again, the idea of wandering around an open world and at your leisure, learning and studying about uh, the new Pokemon and, and capturing them and battling them. Like it, it's almost amazing. That's not already a thing, but I'm with you. Like all the money to be made. All the money, all the. You think Nintendo's doing good right now? Pokemon right. MMO just right. to the moon, one hundred percent to the moon. Patrick, no, no Pokemon on the shirt today. What? What yeah. is the shirt? This is a uh, Lucha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- these are wrestlers known as the Jurassic Express, and one of them uh, is oh, a dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, Luchasaurus, yeah. So close baby, enough. Luchasaurus. I got Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, and Jungle Boy. 
on my shirt. So they're basically Pokemon. It's that, it's close enough, right? That's that. It's actually the evolution of of that Pokemon. <laughs> yes, each one of the them. Jungle Boy. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. Actually, that works, works really well. Uh, so, who was your main, by the way? In I Pokemon, mean, your starter, yeah. Uh, I Charmander. I, I've picked the Fire starter yeah. first every generation. Oh, yeah, so I I never did the uh, like I said I think I think it was Diamond and Pearl and I was going back and look at them and I, I always like Piplup because you see Piplup shows up in the other stuff but when I saw the um, ape looking one I don't even remember now Chimchar yeah I'm on Chimchar is dope I'm on <laughs> I'm on Team Chimchar <laughs> well so. yeah I I I am psyched for the the Diamond and Pearl remake just to go back since I never really played that one right. And I'm, I'm going to have to play through once with the fire starter and we'll see if we'll go from there. <laughs> so. See what happens. Yeah. that That's the really fun thing. You know, I know some people can be pretty cynical about remakes, especially these ones that are like one-to-one or whatever. Um, but again, it, it almost like comes along at the perfect time for us. Right. Because like yeah. Katie just got into the series. I missed this whole middle section of it. And so after playing Pokemon Go, that's her her number one thing. She's, she's like, okay, I, w- I want to play a real Pokemon game now. And then Sword and Shield came out, and it's like this. It seems like it's okay, but <laughs> probably not like a recreation for her to get the same kind of experience that we had when we first played Red and Blue, or whatever. Right? Where hopefully this Diamond and Pearl remake can give her that experience, and I'm very excited. It, they definitely Sword and Shield was like all right, what if we actually tried to make a proper Pokemon game for a console instead of surrounded on their mobile platform, which I know Switch is mobile now too, but the feel was definitely a little bit different in that regard. Um, my wife loves Sword and Shield, but yeah, yeah, she that was her first proper Pokemon game, which she got into because of Pokemon Go too, so it, it seems like the, the way to do it, but it I, yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth with these remakes type of stuff in, in video games. But at the end of the day, like my conclusion on it is like, who is this for? This is for people that want to go back and play those games. Never had the chance to go play those games. Want to see those games in HD. And if you're not one of those people, then the remakes aren't for you. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I don't know if you saw what, speaking of that, and I know I, I get them into every conversation, but I don't know if you saw what the Final Fantasy VII guys did this week, but that was bananas. Uh, they're taking this whole remake idea yeah. in a billion different directions because they've already got their, obviously, their, like their HD totally remade from the ground up and going in potentially different directions. Yeah, that's, that's my question is when does it stop being a remake? <laughs> like <laughs> At this, it's, it's really not. I've, I've, I think actually a lot of people have properly determined that the word remake there is meant something different. That game's not a remake. That game is being remade. It's being retold from yeah. the ground up. But then obviously that split the fan base, right? So half the people, like, I was like, cool, we're going to get a new experience, but very similar in tone and feel and style and all that. But new things, I don't know what to expect. A lot of people just mad as hell. And then this last week they announced, we are actually going to give you a kind of straight one-to-one remake of the original game featuring better, but not totally next generation graphics. (laughs) Yeah, somewhere in between. (laughs) It just blows my mind that they're like, oh, you don't like a remake in this style? Okay, we'll give you another remake in exactly the way you asked for it. So now it's like, it, it's amazing. Like, what what will we complain about now? And I think the biggest thing is that it's too much. Like, 
why yeah. have all this stuff? But like you said, the, the question is, who is it for? And I think in all of those cases, you've got a, a pretty obvious example. The new, the, the AAA remake is for people like me who want a new experience, but with familiar characters in a familiar world. And then this other thing is for people who just want 1997 all over again, but with shinier graphics. <laughs> and everybody wins. Yeah. Win-win. Now, no complaints. All right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> video, game, video game nerds love to complain. So They really do. Hey, as long as it's made well, uh, as long as you're putting it all together. And uh, yeah, and I agree with Colin. The fact that they're tying in all of the collaborations to like everything – they're making one of the movies that they made now a playable game, stuff like that. And I would love to see Pokemon go in that direction too, where they're just like, we have this whole universe. We have all these incredible characters, uh, namely the Pokemon. <laughs> and, you know, you can, you can do anything with it. You can start tying the TV shows and the movies into your game worlds and all that stuff. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm very excited about all of it. Yeah. I, a lot of people, uh, sleep on these games in the in the Pokemon franchise but Pokemon does have quite a few like spin-off games out there that are you know they're still Pokemon but a, a little bit more traditional like adventure style games like Pokemon uh Mystery Dungeon and uh Rescue Team Rescue Rangers is that what it's called I forget something like that yeah uh, so they do have a couple of of games like that and they announced uh the Arceus game as well yeah what what's going on there? Yeah, I'm not... That was more of a teaser than... So, I, I don't know how much you know about Pokemon lore, and and I don't, I don't know how much the chat knows, but essentially, Arceus causes a lot of problems in Pokemon lore because he's essentially Pokemon God. And, like... Nice. <laughs> it's unclear whether like he created the entire universe exactly or exactly what happened, but right. you shouldn't, the fact that you could catch that at a pokeball, there's some, some weird stuff going on there. Put it that <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, right? Like the expansion of yeah. the lore or the exactly, acceptance right. of, I think, again, that's one of the things the MCU has been really great at. You know, look at WandaVision being yep. the biggest show on television right now. And it's like it just leans so hard into expecting not only that, you know, like what's gone on in the MCU, but even that you've seen like a couple of Sony X-Men films, like it just expects that, you know, stuff. And if you don't, whatever. So, yeah, I. uh well, I'd love to see him lean harder it, into all that. It's so great for Nintendo here, right? Because the content is just there in bounds. Like, right? It, they Nintendo should legit just hire a person to troll internet forums. And be like, that's a dope idea. Let's do that. Right? Because there's so many like fan fictions or fan theories and about Pokemon, Zelda, pretty much every Nintendo game in existence. And it's like, dude, just. Right. A license to print money half of these things like seriously so that that takes us into the last question i wanted to ask what what's the other genre medium video game or not like do we need you know pokemon fighting games straight up just like 2d those fight? already That's exist too, it's too simple yeah what i would say so so we've kind of got like stadium and stuff like that we've mentioned mmos 
Pokemon racing. I assume there's there's Pokemon racers. If, the, if not, why wouldn't there I'm be? I'm sure there is. There's got to be. I I don't know off the top of my head, but Japan's right. got to have one. <laughs> gotta gotta have some of that. Battle Royale, Pokemon Battle That'd Royale. That would be game. interesting. I mean, first person shooter, of course, as as we all know. <laughs> Blastoise one. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that. I mean. They really could go in in any direction. I think that's the great thing about the modern era of video games with these franchises is you there isn't a franchise that feels pigeonholed into their genre anymore. Right. Like, when you and I were growing up, there was a lot of like, okay, this is the next Halo. You knew what you were getting before you got same. The story was mostly the same for Pokemon for most of my childhood. Right. You knew exactly what the game was going to be mechanically. Right. Now you can experience everything in completely new ways. And that's why I'm super, super excited for the new Pokemon Snap. It's why I want to get this Arceus game because I've, for the first time in a while, I don't actually know what to expect from a new Pokemon game. (laughs) Will we ever see? The dreaded for a lot of people, dark and gritty turn for this series, more realistic, adult inspired. You know, it seems like so many things go. I don't know if you ever saw, there's a really fantastic uh, as a Power Rangers, uh, but like for adults, it was like years later and the team's been broken up. And actually, one of the guys, like the guy, Tommy, the guy who plays Tommy in the original Power Rangers, like he's like in it. There's some decent actors in it, actually. Uh, but I think it was more or less fan-made or, or these actors put it together. I'll see if I can find it and send it out from oh, please do. DNVR Gaming because it's 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 actually quite good. But it's like it's really violent. It's, it, it's definitely for adults. There's swearing and violence. And it's like the Rangers are broken up and guys are after them and all this stuff. And it's it gets intense. But uh, I never would have thought I needed a dark and gritty interpretation of the Power Rangers right up until I saw that. And I, <laughs> I wonder, like – could you pull something like that off in like a, a post-apocalyptic world of Pokemon or something like that? Uh, first of all, Pinkink, thank you for the super chat. Very much appreciated. I, I'm I'm not drinking much <laughs> again for say, a minute. Yeah, We're going to have to give him a break. Thank you so much for the super chat. But we're, we, we have a don't kill Rudo policy here yeah. at DNVR. I like being alive. My liver likes not dying as well. Um, Unfortunately, I think the answer to your question is no. It's never been something that Nintendo has ever really done. The closest uh, adaptation, uh, you'll never get the true adult, like, all swearing, adult language, proper, gory, bloody violence. But something like Majora's Mask, maybe, in Zelda, I think is what you could get, where they love to be like, all right, we'll do this like more adult themes at least going on, even if it is like a children's game still. Sure. And then they'll say this happened in a different timeline over here. <laughs> so they right. can get away with a little bit more of that, but ghost Pokemon and the Pokedex. Okay. Yeah. The, the original entries, there are some super, super sketchy stuff like uh drift blim drift loon. Uh, the original entry for his Pokedex was, he regularly steals and carries children away when they get lost from their parents or something. It's like, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> ooh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'd love to see, yeah, more of a, um, uh, 
kind of a, a Pixar or a Hayao Miyazaki Studio Ghibli style of more mature themes, but yeah. they're not going to be dropping f bombs and and slitting throats. <laughs> I think I, I think there's hope for some more mature themes somewhere down the line of Pokemon. I probably not super soon, but you know, Detective right. Pikachu might be as close as we get there. Right. <laughs> now we got Cygnus having horrendous visions of M-rated Pokemon game, peeking, pointing out that Cubone wears the skull of its yep. mother. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Some pretty dark stuff, for sure. Every, the like, whole Mewtwo story is about experimentation on yeah. people that are, yeah, beings that don't want to be experimented on. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, Pokemon, it's a little all over the place with those type of things, right? Like, Gengar, if you put it silhouette, it's the exact same silhouette as a Clefairy. So there's, you know, it's pretty clear what it, what kind of dead Pokemon it is. Yeah, uh, There are implications in the first, in Red, in Pokemon Red, there are implications that your rival, he has a Pokemon at one point in the game, and then you battle him in the Ghost Tower, and he's missing a Pokemon, and the implication is he was there because he was visiting his Pokemon's grave. Oof. So, you know, despite playing the game and you mess up in all your Pokemon faint. It's like, don't worry, you woke up in uh, in the Poke Center. It's fine. Mm, <laughs> maybe mm. not. Right. So, so there are definitely some extremely interesting underlying themes to explore there. Uh, can you convince Nintendo to actually get into them or allow someone else to get into them? I don't know. <laughs> right. All right. The all-time question. We could. I wish I had a thought of a. We could do a power ranking, but we wouldn't agree. So I can't yell or somebody here. But if we did a power ranking, they're like with seven (laughs) hundred fifty Pokemon or what? It's up to like eight hundred now. Oh man, gotta gotta narrow it down. But uh, we we asked this on gaming. Give us yours here in the the comments. Go onto the Twitter. Make sure you're following all that stuff. But do you have a favorite or a handful of favorites over all the years? Um, I'm pretty vanilla, but I always loved Arcanine. Mm. Um, The the doggos always get me. Doggo Pokemon are are top notch for sure. I you uh. You you sniped my nine tails on the on the tweet. Yeah, nine tails nine tails is mine. Nine tails was also one of my favorite design of, of the old Pokemon cards that I got stolen or whatever. This is beautiful design. I love that character. Got to put some effort into getting it. Um, so yeah, I always like the the cleverness of the nine tails. And I'm with Colin here, Dragonite. Back in the day. Uh, which is funny because it's not, you know, it's relatively simple dragon design and it's, you're not into it. It's <laughs> never, never like Dragonite. Yeah. It's never for me. I, if I had to pick a fa- I guess Dragonite's a pseudo legendary, but if I had to pick a favorite legendary, it'd be Zapdos by like a lot. Zapdos. Yeah. The Gyarados. I've always liked the Magikarp to Gyarados. There's, there's plenty of memes and fun jokes out there yep. about Magikarp and Gyarados and all that. Um Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to have a favorite, but do pick one. But you you Fair. have to have a favorite. <laughs> it's, it's the law. And then you collect all the Pokemon, and then you have to collect them all again, but the shiny versions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cygnus shouting out Pikachu, of course, but also Rapidash. Rapidash is a good one. Not enough love for Rapidash. The Eevees. A lot of, a lot of fire Pokemon. Eevees, the, 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 so overrated. All right. 
Get out of here with that. What? All the cool people think they they pick Eevee to be cool, but you're really oh. just you're just normal if you pick Eevee. Like Terrible. you're not original. <laughs> we were doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love an Eevee, man. Uh no? Jolteon? No. Jolteon I actually don't mind, but the Eevee in general. I can't put it in my top because it's too popular. And then I always really like any of the uh, psychic ones, uh, you know, the Abra, Kadabra, Alakazam. Yeah, that whole situation is dope. And from all of the shows, from everything, everywhere, Psyduck, Psyduck, your boy, yeah. number one. Po- okay, number two Pokemon's Psyduck. It's hard. I can't argue. Can't argue with Psyduck from the from the shows. Definitely uh, top tier. Also, is it ever explained why that one Meowth can speak in English and is the only Pokemon? <laughs> they claim he like learned it by watching people on the street or something. I forget exactly, but nah, not buying it. I need oh, better yeah. thorough plot explanations. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this has been a whole lot of fun uh, just hopping on here because it was a big news week for pokemon stuff so we appreciate y'all hanging out with us for a special edition of the dnvr gaming podcast uh cygnus we all did forget for a second there how cute volpix is but you've reminded us so thank you for that no snorlax love come on how do we not have any snorlax love i'm more of a munchlax man myself <laughs> I, i'll do all the eating and then the snorlax is in the sleeping i don't know and it's it, it's too close to home, maybe, for it to be my favorite. <laughs> a little too close to home. Keep the conversation on Twitter, at Drew Creaseman, at your, what is yours anymore? Because it's Nathan underscore. Double underscore Rudolph. Yeah, it's so dumb. I'm just going to change it to DNVR Rudo one of these days. Like. There you go. Uh, and, of course, follow at DNVR underscore gaming. Make sure you're following our Twitch channel. You're following the YouTube channel. Subscribe in there. Hitting the like button so you know when we go live. Share with us your favorite Pokemon games and Pokemon over the years, what you're most excited about in the future, and why it's Pokemon Snap. <laughs> you don't have to do the same as us. It's just, come on, it is. And uh, make sure that you are downloading WGT Golf totally for free at dnvrgolf.com. It really is a whole lot of fun. Thank you all for hanging out. For Rudo, I've been Drew Priestman. You all have been absolutely awesome. And